This is part one of a three-part episode where Zach Prabhu and I are answering the question, what drove us to perform? This was a suggestion from our friend uh, Polycostia17, or Constantin. I apologize for mispronouncing it in the episode, but we are open to suggestions, so please let us know at Instagram, through a direct message, or through our email, tonaldistancing at gmail.com. All right, this is part one with Zach, where he's answering the question, what drove him to perform? Live on Saturday. Thank you, thank you guys. It's tonal distancing again. Uh, we would like to toast the lords of music, lords and ladies of music. Please guide us while we drink in through our guitar journey. Zach, who would you like to toast? Jeff Beck. That's nice. Jeff Prabhu, Bezos. who would you like? <laughs> Jeff <laughs> like, Bezos. That like, that <laughs> For count. retiring. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. I am going to toast to Chuck Berry. Very nice, very nice. I'm going to toast to them. Uh, Muddy Waters. Let's do Muddy Waters. King of the Blues. Of the of the Chicago Blues, at least. Cheers, guys. Another week, another drink. Hey, KNMX here. Uh, thank you for continuing to watch Tonal Distancing. As it comes up in the show, I do write my own music, and I have a new song out right now called For the People. It's on all listening platforms. Uh, so look, look up For the People by KNMX. I'd really appreciate a listen whenever you have the chance. Um, and Really appreciate you watching this show. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you check out the song. Have a good one. We lost Zach. <laughs> it just looks like he's so starstruck to, to be here on Tonal Distancing. I'm just so excited. I know. I've always wanted to be the number five Zach Hayes on Tonal Distancing. <laughs> tonal Distancing. We do have technical difficulties. Uh, anyways, Too you want to just, <laughs> just, just kick off the intro riff? Yeah, I mean, we could just, we could just <laughs> zoom to Zach's face whenever, <laughs> and there he goes. Yeah, there he goes. All right, yeah, he, he couldn't handle it. Probably yeah. he's got something happy for us today. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Zach will be the first one on the spot. Um, so this song, yeah, this is a riff, um, I'm working on for a new album, um, the song is going to be called Slippy. It's named after Sl Slippy Toad from Star Fox, who is a mess and a pain to save during the game. So I wanted to write a really chaotic metal song that felt like what it's like to save Slippy. All right. All right let's hear it. So this is in drop D flat. So it's. I haven't actually figured out what I want to do for that last part, but that's what I'm thinking about. Um, and I can do right. the next part after. But anyway, so it's in drop D flat, Zach. I know you were a little scared and dropped off, but <laughs> intimidated. Um, so you can play it for us perfectly um, with your non-existent so guitar. Um, <laughs> I mean, like... came through one day, just like totally was like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, so that, that shape. So basically, think of the D shape, like an yeah. o, like a D chord, but move that to up a string, everything up a string, and then you're gonna, your 
index finger is gonna be on the sixth. Oh. Yeah, so it's a dissonant kind of. So it's. I like that. So it's just a half step down. I think of it like an impact. Yeah, it's kind of like. Because it's not like. It's. It's kind of. Yeah. It sounds a little like more dramatic or weird so it's so gal and then gallops uh, yeah so it's and then it's uh, kind of like so you could practice that um that's a good finger practice too. I think I did it in one of the episodes where it's basically zero four five zero four five zero zero four five zero four five or nine. You mean seven? Or zero four seven? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's a major. It's actually, yeah. So it's actually a major. That's actually a major kind of run. So I think that's kind of why I like it because it's not really uh like it's it's not as like. Yeah, exactly. So it's uh, so it's only that on the two, and then on the last one you play the D open. Yep. So it's and at that one I'm still trying to figure out which uh, kind of harmonics I want to do, but I do it basically on the seventh and the fifth. But uh, yeah. what what strings? Uh, kind of whatever. I don't really think about it. I just, the the ones that get you the main the the most sound out of it are like the like the A D and G. Okay. And it goes right to that again. Yeah, and you, you got it down. It's so if you practice it slow, it's actually Zach, you were talking about alt breaking practice. It's I just kind of push it to that as fast as I can play it. Because I want it to sound rushed and crazy. Um, um But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of like it's a lot of slow bursts, so it's not like like Slayer kind of stuff. It's like uh, or I guess it, okay, a Slayer song that it is like you know the beginning of uh, Raining Blood. Yeah. Impossible part. Yeah. So it's it's also a good practice because it's a lot of changing strings. So so you're. So it kind of makes you. Uh, it it's, uh, it helps me learn how to like um, mute the strings with my left hands a little more, like, or or at least be more precise with my picking on my right hand. 
to be able to pick only the so in it's weird because it's that part which is more precision we're just gonna ignore zach he's in this episode he's in this episode we ain't gonna ask last question he doesn't he doesn't even have a guitar out so it's yeah i was disrespectful we just Austin, that was disrespectful. Like we just you gotta CC'd, have a guitar, bro. <laughs> yeah, we just CC'd him on this one. He's just <laughs> um he, He's in another meeting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have conflicting meetings. <laughs> so yeah, that second time it goes to It's uh, I play it on the fifth. But then I play kind of the higher strength. I just I, I don't re- the harmonics I don't really think about. I just kind of I, I hit the higher strings because it gives a little bit more dissonance. I'm not going for necessarily a melod an actual note. Um, you say cool higher is, strings. What do you mean? Because I know you you think of higher. You the, mean the, the thinner strings, uh, like the, the higher. Okay, okay, okay. So the actual higher strings. Yes. And then the next part, it changes the chord instead of doing. It changes it to being. It changes it to being a uh, a dissonant chord on the A string where you're doing six, seven, six on the A, seven on the D, and then eight. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes back to the thing. Uh, or, yeah, I haven't. I honestly haven't figured out which harmonics I want to use for there, but it's uh, yeah. So it goes from the beginning. It's slow. It's So far, what I've written for it, I might swap it out, but I kind of like. So it's. Uh... You gotta, you gotta smile on your face. No, okay, so no, totally. What's funny is like I wanted to sit down and learn this and like either stitch or duet this. Oh, probably stitch it on TikTok. Just be like, I fucking learned it because I remember like the first thing. I think the first time you, you showed us this, I, like I did a, a, a just like a, a duet of just like I'm just gonna fucking learn how to play cowbell. Like this shit is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. I forgot you made that. <laughs> so, yeah. But I wanted to come back and actually be like you know what? Fuck it. I learned it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because um. I was I was impressed by this like the first like it just I, I I mean I love the breakdown of it like like take a, take a, a you know take that D shape but. Move it down a string, and just that that type of thinking, and then yeah. just coupling that with like the idea of like um, like a, more of a major scale as opposed to a minor scale. Because I always tend to minor scale. I know a lot of metal and blues and rock tends to minor scales a lot of time, but that's like really. I just think it's like really smart and like a good selection of of. I, guess, <laughs> I mean, notes, if you want to think you know? of it from a la- lazy way, I, I so I do three seven a lot. 
but if you do if you just move one up it's a little easier <laughs> but but also it's it, that's also kind of a way to uh make things less stale i think uh, that's something i've been trying to do is is when i have a thing that i normally do like like that's something i would do normally or when i so i'm like soloing i i is something i've been working on but like i very much think in that pentatonic like and like if i play a thing where i'm like i'll try to force a, or if, if not you a play Oh yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> my leg. Where have you been, Zach? Hey, so my, by Zach Hayes. my internet has been very sad. So that's all I your actually, internet needed. Your internet like, just well, needed some. Yeah, that's what we needed. But it came back just in time. I switched to my other computer that's in the guest room that has wired internet. So I'll probably just start setting up in here. But that's I need funny. to download. Uh, Epoch cam on you, it, so that's what I'm doing. We're gonna we're gonna keep your face like this, but crop <laughs> on that just, old yeah, face. I was gonna you're say, stuck like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you uh, need this whole it. thing is just sponsored by Zach. We don't know Zach who, just Zach. Just the guy named Zach. The show is sponsored by Zach. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. The kind of doing stuff like that and like forcing a note that you're like playing something and then changing a specific note to be off of what you would, no different than what you would normally do, I think for me has been more refreshing where I normally would do, but then, or even yep, this, I'll if be right I did back the, I, I, normally I, it would be easy to go. Yeah. So even doing that, but then adding the, it makes it a little scarier and a little different and it, and it forces me to kind of think of different chords because if I were to play this, the next chord I might do, I'm, I'm kind of limited by my shape, but when I, uh, like when I do this, it's like, it enables that like, what if you add the, you add that and then you add the, I guess it doesn't change, that's not a good example, but if I were to use a chord that I like here, it might be harder to add this pinky here, but if I do this, I didn't actually kind of like that, that could be kind of a breakdown part or like the... Yeah, exactly. And that that part that goes. This, so this song is kind of influenced by. I'm upside down. Why uh, am I upside? <laughs> your head. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Zach providing the entertainment this week. It is. This this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I definitely was struggles by uh, Lamb of God a lot for this riff. Um, I don't know if you do you know the song Redneck. Uh, I, I can't play it well, but it's, I think it's a or, 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 what is it? There it is. I mean, that's a bad, that's not the right notes, but it's something like that. And just that kind of, it, it has this beat that just, on the one, two, three, four, like I saw them live and it was just so groovy and so just like, you just want to bob your head to it and, and that's kind of what i want with this song is so that beginning part would be like da, 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 like crazy drums it's all over the place but then when it gets to that it's just oh yeah yeah and then you just kind of like you just kind of bob to it and um 
that part. So that part, the... It's actually kind of... Uh, I feel like that um, subconsciously uh, uh, influenced a lot by Queen. Um, that part, that's the... So it, it's I'm I'm a huge fan of Ratatat and their guitar playing is very influenced by Queen and that kind of got me paying attention more to Brian May's guitar playing and that the stuff he does where he does those little trills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that song, uh, Bicycle. Yeah, yeah. Bicycles. And and that's so cool and really ahead of its time. Like I feel like Brian May is a very underrated shredder um like i don't think queen is an underrated band i think brian may uh in terms of how heavy of a guitar like how much influence i feel like he's subtly had in like metal playing um not just rock but um yeah that um and i so i i like doing that where i'm playing using chromatics too where i'm not just because i think the first time i did it i i came up with but i like making it so even the next riff it goes and yeah i'm still writing that part but it, instead of going it's it's a. Oh, it's doing like the half steps more, more yeah. chromatic. Yeah. So it's easier to do faster like that, but it's also it's it's it gives it this different feel to me. And yeah, that so that riff I kind of just stumbled upon. I think what happened was I play I wrote that riff first in an op, in a different tuning. I think it was in Dadgad, because the tuning was it wasn't this shape. So you you were talking about using a, the shape like the of a D chord. I that was actually kind of not intentional because in yeah. dad get i think it was this shape that i did up here but oh, it made okay. that and then i was like whoa that's so cool so i would just basically and then i moved it up but then i was like i, I want to play it in just a normal tuning um but that has opened me to think about like using that chord more like yeah but yeah it's it's so maybe that's a maybe that's a lesson at least i didn't think about that i learned is use open tunings to find out cool <laughs> chord sounds and then if you want to use it in a standard tuning bring it back to that and then i mean your fingers are probably going to be like that <laughs> or some weird thing like that but, but you might have luck <laughs> yeah and maybe you'll find one that just happens to be like this that you can just yeah, I find that funny because I mean we were we we're playing we we're messing with around with like slides like a little bit uh, beforehand and what what what's funny is um you're talking about like open A I normally end up going to open G when I go to a slide but like I'm such a my air quotes the re it's because I'm such like a, a stubborn ass <laughs> it's actually that... drop G but just <laughs> <laughs> no I I never I never tuned down my high e string i don't tune it down i'm like why would i tune it down when it gives gives me the possibilities to kind of stay if i start playing a lead part at least having the the comfort in mind of knowing what my high string is doing mm. so i can i know i can i can go into open g and still like think in at least for for lead parts in terms of uh 
in terms of like a normal. Yeah, technically this is G flat, open G flat. So. So you can do those like licks there, I guess, if you do it that way. So yeah, I don't know. Like I, again, I probably shouldn't cheat. I should go full open G, but I, I, I tend to just do hey, mostly open G. Except that's the high not screen. that's not cheating. That's that's creative because that's how a lot of. Uh, new tunings are made you know just like taking some like uh, taking something and then adopting it to your own and then you know you're more whatever feels more creativity for you that's what's best and i um i don't know if you know the band sonic youth but i, I really like yeah i do um their tunings too like they have a tuning i'm pretty sure that's just all g or like all e's like they are some weird tunings that they do and they but the more that you play around with tunings the diff more the further away the guitar is from being a guitar which can be really helpful and cool because you start thinking in different shapes you start like being able to build really massive sounding chords and no nah, man you do you i got your back on this one i'll show I mean, you it's for not, other things but <laughs> it's not to build chords i mean it's like literally just so i don't have to tune an extra string and still do the same lead stuff so i mean i i thank you thank you i'll take it as a compliment um but Man, i feel like i'm just being you're an lazy. engineer at heart <laughs> you're you're an engineer you get your guitar zach no is that no guitar day zach i really don't feel like picking it up and bringing it over here with my axe effects my convenient axe effects anyways and plugging it in <laughs> i can if you so really we're, we're really not, want we're, me so to, you know we're not gonna talk about that, slash today we're not talking about slash today he he made a decision we're not talking about slash today anyways we're, we're not talking about, about slash today we're not we're not we're gonna move in uh man one thing i want to say is uh you know it's been really great doing tonal distancing with you guys um it's just been fun talking about guitar and one thing I want to start doing is start like including more people in that conversation with like their thoughts and their ideas. So I, I threw out something like a, a couple weeks ago, just talk asking people like, what topics would you guys like us to talk about? So feel free to get at us at tonal distancing on Instagram, uh, or send us an email tonal distancing at gmail.com or say something in the comments below. However you want to let us know, uh, let us know like something you might want us to talk about. Cause we're more than happy to talk about it. We have a ton of topics, but we'd like to talk about maybe something that you actually want to hear. Um, Please so, save me from talking about slash. I mean, if you guys want, <laughs> yeah, you we just don't want to talk. <laughs> just go <laughs> straight to stuff. Eric Clapton's Instagram page and just shit on him. That would be a good way to support tonal distance. <laughs> or if you like <laughs> No, no, yeah, no. Hey, we, we, we may have our grievances for Eric Clapton for different reasons, you know? I still think he's a great guitarist. Uh, it's not, it's just he, personal. I think he's, it's he, not anything he, about yeah, his it's, it's just, it's nothing it's about his guitar personal. playing. Exactly. It's purely Eric Clapton came and slapped us on the face. You guys wanted to know. But... <laughs> 
So anyway, your favorite Buckethead song, and we are sure to talk about it on this Stop. podcast. Yes, Stop. yes. I'm gonna be sick. You get your damn guitar, and then we'll. No, I was gonna say, I'll, I'll make cut me go that get out. Guitar <laughs> get your damn guitar, and I'll edit it out. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's so much effort. Oh my god! I'm really this, defeated this today. Is a, this is. Uh, we'll we'll let you be defeated. I don't want to oh, go we'll to talk. work and do work. I want to just go and get paid to do nothing. I mean, although yeah. we don't pay you, none of us get paid for this right now. No. But one day. Pay one me. Day. I'll go get my guitar. One day no, soon. No, never mind. Don't don't jinx it. You've got your internet set up. Yeah, no, I've yeah, got don't, good don't vibes don't going right You've now. You've got good vibes. I think I've got my uh, margarita. So let me nice. let me just chill. Yeah. <laughs> feel, feel the vibe today. So, yes, tonal distancing. We we would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, what you want us to talk about. Our friend Constantine sent us something. We'll post his name up here, um, his Instagram. Uh, but he sent us something that like about our first gigs and what drove us to perform. And I thought that was like such a fantastic thing to talk about because I don't think like necessarily I, I think about like what drove me to perform. And, and so I, I've broken down, down this a lot over the past like couple weeks of like what that question like meant to me. But like, I, I'd like to hear from you guys. What Zach, what was your first gig? What drove you to perform? My first gig was at the Avenue in Lansing. Have either of you been to the Avenue in Lansing? Yes. You have. Okay. It's cool. It's, it's yeah, it's cool. They had a I think at the t- I don't know if they still have it, but they had like a room with like arcade games, like kind of retro arcade games and like a ton of billiard tables or pool tables, sorry. Um <laughs> I don't know why I said billiard. I'm so proper. Um, Classic. It's it's really punk. It's really like retro and kind of punky. It's like a dive bar. It's like a yeah. It's like a, it's like a punk dive bar, and uh, and I played with a band that played punk music. It was like really? original. It was like, I mean, but it wasn't entirely punk. They they described it as punk prog. Oh shit! So just like kinda, <laughs> kinda. It was it was very unique. It was very unique. Um, <laughs> that's a song. Was, Check from the path. They're cool. Check them out. No, that's cool. Cool. okay. All right, all right. Yeah, that's I'm with it. You're playing. But so um, this was my very first gig ever. Wait, how old were you? Uh. 23? Woo! 22? Cam just called you old with that woo. <laughs> no, I mean, no. it's just like, it's fine. No, dude. actually, no, this is the important thing. That was a late bloomer. That was a late bloomer. Canem's teeth just fell out. <laughs> he said uh, what? That. How do I? No, or no. Zach's I, teeth would have. No, I don't I know why this... Canem got old Young by man, just hearing. Have you been to the avenue this... lately? <laughs> This no, I think this is a teachable moment just to say like you just, you don't have you don't have to have played like when you were three years old to go out and play a bar like it's awesome that like you still put yourself out there because I don't know I feel like I see online a lot some people be like 
I want to start playing guitar, but like I'm 21 and I feel like I'm too old to start because all my friends in high school started playing when they were like, you know, 14. And it's like, no. Just, Can you do can't. that voice for the rest of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a totally different person. <laughs> I know, but I feel like Zach has been that person that's been like, I don't care. I'm interested in this. I'm gonna just try it and see how far it goes. And Dude, Zach I mean, has probably played in bigger before bigger crowds than me, and I've played longer. So that's that's what blows my mind about Zach. Because like last time I'm like, so I met Zach last year during at Avenue A. Oh, and we then, met last year. Yeah, remember? Wait, like, are you serious? Oh, oh, uh, you meant like you met up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, like I, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. it was nice meeting you yeah, last year. 10th grade was last year. I was like, did you forget? Did you forget? Yeah, no. But the it's funny because like all of high school, I thought of Zach as a drummer. And then pretty much most of college, I thought of Zach as a drummer slash he played guitar here and there. And you were getting into like setting up guitars and you played guitar kind of. And then I didn't talk to you for like a couple of years. And then... And then we caught up again. And I saw that your videos, and I was like, "Oh shit, he got really good at guitar." Um, what's up? I have, a, I have a question, Teach. Wait, so was that your first gig playing guitar, or first gig ever? Um, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. Did, um, did you play as a drummer yeah. in bands? No, not in bands. What? I played like I had played at you like just starved I played at like church your area and of I, drummers. I played drummers in like are like a, in demand. Wait, so you played in church? Church counts. I, church church counts. does that count as the game? Dude, yeah. Church, dude, church is it's where you make God. See, but, yeah, Jesus. that's that's where people no, make that money. Don't, you don't, Jesus ain't in your audience, bro. Dude, <laughs> no, but like that's not what I'm saying, man. Like, wow. Because so, because like I feel like I would just kind Zach of Zach Hayes out of says bed. Jesus does not matter. No, country star Zach Hayes. Is a communist atheist. <laughs> Ford presents or whatever. It was stupid truck commercial. Well, I feel like I feel like churches are like some of the most legit gigs because some of the like I went to my friend's church for their kids. Uh, I don't know if it's baptism or some uh, some ceremony and some water splashing thing. Yeah, I, I don't fucking know. Uh, but the uh, a baptism. Yeah, no, I don't think it was a baptism. A but anyway. Yeah, the um, but the band that played there, it was like amazing, and their whole sound setup was amazing and like very high production quality. And I'm the nerd being there who's like, I don't care what you're saying, I want to see what like what audio equipment you're using, like what pedals you got there. You got axe effects? Did you guys get your axe effects on me? Or do you have like some in the extra in the box? Yeah, I've been looking for them. They use axe effects a lot at church. Yeah, Yeah, and like that kind of stuff is that's that's a very legit gig. Don't sell yourself short on that. No, but this it wasn't the same. So the the church I feel that that church at the time was more of like a like a I don't know how to like rootsy like local kind of like they didn't have the fancy sound equipment they didn't have all the stuff <laughs> the it was fancy, like it was like stuff it would have counted but they had you shit, know the, so gucci, they don't count. the gucci stuff like i would i would like only were, line I mean, six no be, i had i, I, I had been doing age, that since i, I was only in, like, want a mega church audience mega I mean, church or bust <laughs> no it, but so anyway to dallas so i rolled i would there were weeks where i would just roll out of bed and just go and play like I didn't practice I never practiced drums so I feel like it didn't count to me 
You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah I didn't even practice feel, yeah. it or anything. And it's not the same because, like, people aren't there for your show. They're there for... I mean, some people might be there for your show or whatever, but, but like, they're there because it's church. They go to church, right? So, Amen. so I don't consider that as my first show. And I was definitely way more nervous for my first show. Probably because it was my first show. That's actually a big reason why. But... And this is your first show on guitar, then? First show on guitar, yes. On the Avenue. And it was At the ori- Avenue. original punk music, or was it covers? All original. Ooh, no fire. covers. That's cool. I didn't write any of it, though. They just That's needed so cool. a guitar player. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And I showed up, and I, for some reason, I think my gold top, my old gold top, was messed up. So I borrowed... Aaron Dunn. Do you know Aaron Dunn, Prabhu? Yeah. I borrowed. I mean, like, his... I no, I haven't talked. Yeah, to him, like... yeah. I borrowed his white Telecaster, and I don't know. What... I think it was just because I was so nervous at my first gig, but I was picking like I just Into wasn't using string. normal technique. I was doing some weird technique, and I was grinding my finger on the strings just because like I was nervous, and I looked down. And my finger is He's bleeding savage. all over his white Telecaster. Savage. It was, and savage. it was so hardcore, so punk, but I like bled all over his Telecaster. I felt Zach so was, bad. Zach was genting without even knowing it. I mean, I no, no shade, but like, I, I would be, I'd be, I'd feel hurt that someone bled over it, but like, I, I'd, hopefully I'd get over it. But like, someone, I was at a band practice once and like, I was, I was, I was drum, uh, I was at a band practice once, and I had my guitar, and like there was another guitar, so I, did, I wasn't like um, stressing about. It. I think I had two guitars for some reason. Maybe it was like a, a, a practice before a show, but um, I let someone borrow this guitar, and their picking technique was very aggressive. And you think that like a pick, and I took the pick guard off this actually, um, but you think a pick guard like would, you know is here to protect the body here. That's true, but like you have no pick guard here, and this person like still to this day, there's just like scratches, just like a nice texture right show? up here from from one guy, one guy, one practice, just cutting into into the that body. That guy would not be my friend anymore. Was he using a knife? Like the I don't know. He I don't think he was using like heavy picks. He was just he just cut into it, and I I said nothing. I saw it. I was like really upset. But for me, the, the, there's a, there's a certain part about oh this. It's something that I, I just kind of let the guitar live and be loved because I mean, like I think with the you know the Gibson tribute stuff, like the finish on it isn't like completely stuck. So I mean, I don't know, like if you can see this, but it's not like everything is like stuck together on this Ooh, thing. Fancy switch. Um, did you did you slash his tires or anything? Nah, it's man, I'm, I'm too cool. I, I I say cool, man. I, I don't. I there's this. Um, that means yes, afraid. he's just not admitting to it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't flash his tires. He's just, you know, he's in a trunk somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I, I think oh, I live by. I, I kind of live by the philosophy. <laughs> I think it's because I think it's because my 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 double cutaway had the, has the busted neck. But I live by the philosophy that from from uh, philosophy. I think the the phrase is the vase is already broken, which is like it's some monk tale about someone owned a vase and the vase broke and like there is no way you can protect a vase forever from breaking like they sometimes break so don't like go to pieces over something breaking 
So I, I, I changed that phrase to like the guitar is already broken or the guitar is already stolen. I've never had a guitar stolen, but I know it's possible. So like at a gig, like someone can just walk in the back. I mean, uh, I think of a buddy guy. He used to play a Gibson Les Paul, but he's a Strat man now. The One of the main reasons he plays a Strat today is because at a gig, someone wasn't watching his Gibson Les Paul and someone stole it in Chicago. And then the next day he went and bought a strat, and then he pretty much didn't look at Les Pauls anymore after that. Oh, okay. I was gonna say like, was there, there's nothing functionality about it that just led to that. It just was like trauma of like, yeah, fuck Les Pauls. <laughs> no, it wasn't trauma. It, it wasn't completely trauma to say fuck Les Pauls. He wanted a strat, but like, it was like, oh, someone stole my Les Paul. It's the opportunity now just to buy a it's strat a and be done with it. It's a yeah. sign. Yeah. Basically, so um, but no, I, I just kind of live with that. I, I would say if someone broke it, I'd make them pay. But I mean, this is like this is just this is a workhorse, man. Like, I, if if I had something that was like as pretty as your as yours, uh, Zach or Prabhu, I'd probably definitely be like going out for fisticuffs. But like this, I'm like, you know, what? hey, just you know, What's that just be cool with me. This and that one. This is I'm just binding. That's all I can think of. I mean, that's I mean, yours is still a little bit more expensive than mine. What about your finish, Prabhu? Is that just like the nitro satin stuff or whatever? Uh, it's a like burgundy. I don't remember the finish. Mine's like nitro it satin or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. Gold. I don't fucking know. It is I mean, nice. Yeah. I just, I always, I just thought the because it's a special that it was like slightly, like lower. But I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah. Like uh, it. I, I'm not complaining about it. I just, I just figured the specials might have like a slight. Uh, downgrade on some of the things. I mean, binding to me is nice. I, I definitely yeah. like the binding. Thank you for rubbing it in. <laughs> hey, man, maybe Zach will come across the Les Paul one day that fits your needs and Zach will oversell it to you. I have, I have some for sale. I have one I, for sale. I will say I do want this guitar to like tell a story over time, like that it's been through some shit. So, anyways, my battery's at 10%. I'm just going to grab my charger real quick. Uh, continue. Do you want to talk? Do you have anything else to say about your first um, exact other than you donated blood on someone's podcast? I did. I donated blood. Um, what drove me to start performing? My mom. Mm, she drove me. My mom. No, I don't know. That's a really, that's a surprisingly difficult question, I think. So do you have a do you have a band that was your first show or something like a a show that you went to that or even it was a, not a big band but a local band or something that you saw and you're like holy shit because that's kind of how I interpreted the question too when when Kano came up with the topic yeah thinking about like who did I see or what did I see that just drove me to be like that I want to do that I think I I think I knew it like I think I just knew that I wanted to. I don't think it was necessarily seeing a band. I mean, the first the first band I saw was Slash. So I don't want to schmooze about that more necessarily. Well, I, mean, like, I think it, we, we all grew up in the internet generation too, where like a lot of our first things were like watching live videos of like, that's what I spent most of my childhood doing. So did you have like a... Like a that like videos that you saw everywhere. Like not just Wait. because you like the music, but you you had something that was just like, whoa, like that that person. Like I just like a guitarist or someone you admired playing that, how they played live and just you pictured yourself doing well, that. I don't even know that it was like guitar specifically. I feel like I remember even as a little kid like 
enjoying like watching like seeing the Backstreet Boys on MTV and like thinking it was cool or like you know what I mean like I just like I feel like I've always just liked the idea of performing I'm I'm kind of reflecting on this now because I never really consciously thought about it but like even like going into like drumline and performing like with drumline like I always loved like when we would play at like the you know the pep rally or whatever like the third quarter at the football games and stuff like that so I guess I just I don't know I've just always kind of known I I liked it and that I wanted to to get on stage even though first getting on stage I was very nervous about it and unsure and stuff but that's it I guess I don't know how how did you first start playing like any instrument Uh, or or let's say drums and guitar because I mean those kind of lead to the avenue that you're in now because I think Um, about that for myself sixth grade I was uh going to go into band I think I I think I wasn't going to go into band at all I think my mom was like oh you don't want to do band because I felt like I vaguely have this thought of remembering like oh bands for nerds (laughs) everyone's gonna think I'm a nerd or whatever so I went into band at the time he really thought Asians but then (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I I think you know what I'm just like in the back of his memory like fuck you racist (laughs) I think I think it was my mom I went with orchestra man I well I think I wanted to do orchestra and I feel like my mom was like you want to do orchestra and I I like that's distinctly. For the real that's for the real Asian. I, I distinctly recall this conversation where she was just like, "I just can't imagine you playing a little violin. I feel like you'd look so miserable." Like I feel like I remember her saying something like that specifically. And then she talked me into going to band, and we had to like pick our instrument the first week or whatever. And uh, I put percussion as my first choice, and I don't. I feel like I put like clarinet or something as my second choice. <laughs> Really glad I didn't play clarinet. No offense to Kristen who played that clarinet. Was me. I played clarinet. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what's I up. I played violin, man. I was I was a disappointment to your mother. Disappointment. You're <laughs> miserable. Um, but so you had to try out for percussion and um part of it was like knowing the notes from like a, a the way, piano. Didn't, didn't every guy wanna be on percussion? Yeah, there you? were like there were like twenty people that probably tried out <laughs> and they picked six. And I distinctly recall failing there were three tests. I distinctly recall failing two of them. Like I don't think I got all the night the notes right on the piano. And we did this other test. I just remember failing it. And then the last test was the him asking the teacher asking why do you want to do percussion and i remember saying something like i just feel like it would be a really good challenge and a good way for me to like grow as a person or something like that <laughs> what kind and, of he ju- and then that was it he just he was, have he you gotten every for... job in your life zach yeah <laughs> i did always gave the best interview answers and then he shows know, up I just, like i don't want to get some booty and i don't want to <laughs> I don't so want to that's open how... my guitar and do things. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, so that's it. So that's how it started. And then three hours a day practicing and now I can't grab a guitar. See, you know what? No, no, okay. I'm figuring it out now. I'm, figuring, I'm like reverse engineering all of this. It's always the best things have happened in my life at points of reluctance because, because <laughs> I, I was really glad I was in percussion. And then eighth grade going into ninth grade, I wasn't going to 
continue doing it and go on to like drumline. But everyone in percussion talked me into it. Like, no, Zach, you got to do it. So then the day of, I auditioned for the drumline, and uh, and they laughed at my long hair. The judges oh, that, were that, laughing. That, that, yeah. Can we, they, I can we put walked that in for my audition. I walked in. Yeah, yeah. Put that up there. I walked in for my audition, and I distinctly recall their seniors were on the panel, and they just instantly started laughing. They were trying not to laugh. They were laughing at my hair. I know they were laughing at my hair. Yeah. And I butchered the audition. I felt so bad. And then Drumline ended up being a great experience still. And then I tried out for the MSU Drumline my freshman year of college and I got cut and that's when I started playing guitar. Oh, so you would have been a drummer still if it wasn't yeah. for MSU. For them thank cutting you, me. Thank you, MSU. Thank you, MSU. Yeah. We wouldn't be here with Zach Hayes now. <laughs> well, maybe, away. maybe we'd have a drumming we'd have the We'd have the second best Zach Hayes of, of <laughs> maybe guitar. Well, I, I'm We want seven. the fifth. We want the yeah. seventh. Hey, come on. I thought I was seven. No, come on. No, yeah, fifth. Up a little bit, what? Did I get promoted? You're not number one. Not promoted. You just you've been consistently fifth. Okay, I'm fifth, fifth and you're gonna get second, so you would have upgraded. So I'm holding you guys back. Yeah, but but we want fifth. We want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want kind of you know. We want the we want the like where the bell curve starts to pick up. Yeah, we don't feel we don't just want to get here and feel like terrible. We want to feel inspired. So we said yeah, yeah. We, Once we if, level up, we'll... if, if we if we got if we got anything more than fifth, we would we wouldn't have gotten. That's, gotten that's, crazy shit. that's why you've been it. showing us. You wouldn't have learned that. Perfect. If you brought your guitar to these videos more, you might be able to prove that you're number one. But but he's not. It's not we don't even care. Um, okay. But if I'm not gonna get demoted, I mean, I guess I'm okay with fifth. That's you know, that's fine. Um, <laughs> the the final thing. Of three things. Of three things. <laughs> Final thing that I just wanted to say is that I am a proponent <laughs> of late bloomers. It's kind of like where Kanan was going with that because I'm old. <laughs> so all you late bloomers out there. Yes, it's my DM it's my Zach. goal. It's my ultimate goal to break the hearts of children prodigies because <laughs> normally we're supposed to be the ones. <laughs> Fearing them, right? It's We're the ones goal. that fear that, that when we go on that Instagram. That kid on Instagram just... Yeah, and there's like a seven-year-old kid who shreds him. better than you. I'm reversing it. I'm saying you should be fearing me because I'm a late bloomer. And when you turn 27, I'm going to be 52. I'm going to be way better than you, little kid. So... And going to so have a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my motivational advice. And beautiful advice. guitars. You still have Hopefully. your I lived Jackson. to tear children's dreams down. Yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's legitimately my life goal. Destroy. <laughs> Just destroy children prodigies that are better than me by <laughs> becoming better. Children than are they not the future. Yes. <laughs>